Welcome to Travel Market Life, your companion for industry insights and professional business development. Travel Market Life. Join us by webcast, video or podcast. Welcome to Hotelier's Voice, the series for Travel Market Life, as we explore the decisions that go on within a hotel when it comes to selecting technology. Joining us today is a Managing Director, Ian Jorgensen, who runs Portavadi in Argyle. Now, Portavadi received a £35 million investment to become an inclusive destination able to host over 400 staying guests, as well as day day guests across its campsite, marina, hotel, cottages and service departments. Technology for them is incredibly important and it's part of their wider strategy. So we're going to discover how they were inspired by Disney, how they brought about contactless payments and providing high quality internet throughout the resort, the importance of looking at integrations and interfaces as part of changing providers, especially before making any substantial investment and why you need to look at the overall guest experience before actually provide, putting much time into that development. So Ian, it's been quite a summer. How have things been going for you and uh, how is 2020 uh, panning out? Well, thanks, uh, Ryan. Uh, great to be here today. Thanks for the invite. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just been uh, a year to forget in many ways, but uh, a year... Uh, a year that we're, we're super happy to be back and open and, and trading and actually demand for rural staycations in Scotland is just through the roof. Uh, we could sell double what we have. I was thinking that 400 sounded a bit light. We could double that to 800 today if only we had a few more uh, rooms or, or different accommodation types. So food for thought there about what we might do next. Absolutely. And as you were explaining to me just a little bit earlier, technology has been really at the heart of your delivery in operations and for people. And you've recently brought in a new customer facing technology uh, through Crichton in order to try to deliver that experience a bit more. And and, and um, how, how has that experience gone and how have guests been responding to um, your app uh, for being able to engage whilst they're on site? Yeah, uh, well, obviously, COVID-19 and the guidance and and then restrictions have certainly focused the mind uh, over the lockdown period um, where we absolutely needed to review um, how we were going to reopen, what we needed to really address and the the particular use of paper, which is in all of our guest rooms, guest folders, menus, everywhere you go, brochures, brochure racks. We were surrounded by paper and print. Uh, And I think we'd already started to make the journey across from paper and print to digital platforms but that that was the speed of change was, was going to be uh, super important we recognized i recognized that very early on as we we're trying to navigate to what we were going to do how we were going to do that when we reopened uh, and one of those decisions very quickly um, was to reach out to Crichton, and Crichton became pretty much top of the list in, in order for us to reopen um, with a touchless um, app that we could update particularly as things were going to change. We knew things were going to change from week to week. That that would be how we did things, how we dealt with the, the COVID guidance, when things were open, when things were closed, and how things were going to change. And we needed a digital platform that was extremely flexible, um, and Crichton was pretty much top of the list. 
Excellent. And so what's that enabled you to do now operationally? And what's that enabled your guests to be able to do as well whilst they're there? So we've almost eliminated paper from all of our transactions. So if you go into a guest room now, um, there is no guest directory. There is no uh, folder telling you how to use the appliances. So all the appliances are now listed on if there's an oven, if it's a microwave, if it's a TV, all these all these uh, paper or brochures or updates. We had about 80 sheets of guidance about how to do anything, where to do something, spa treatments, menus. Um, so much print is now being condensed uh, into an app version. Really super easy to navigate, super easy to update. Um, super easy to change, and most importantly, from the guest experience, super easy for them to use. Which is definitely the most important thing. And but I mean, you know, you say you're 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 on the, you're in a countryside in Scotland, and this all works off the internet. I mean, we know what rural broadband is like, but you've actually thought about this and you've heavily invested in having the right infrastructure in the first place. Um, so tell me about um, how you've brought internet um, to Portofadi. Mm. Uh, spot on, Ryan. And uh, internet, since we, we've now been trading 11 years, internet was never, high-speed internet was never an option, but increasingly a prerequisite for anyone doing anything. Uh it came around in 2017, I think we were approached, or 16, um, by BT, who were willing to go into a contract to provide us a lease line. Uh, this was a, uh, in excess of six-figure investment uh, for the company. But we absolutely uh, recognized that we had to do this. Um, it was pivotal. We had five megabits coming in with 400 guests trying to get, you know, a uh, uh, logging on or streaming anything was was now impossible it's painful we're, for one person we're, we're a business <laughs> trying to uh, without a marketing budget that was reliant on people telling other people what their story was and they couldn't go on the internet to tell anybody anything um we 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 recognized that and i was able to convince the rest of the my fellow board members that we had to do this there's not a we could or th this was basically the marketing budget now needs to go into providing a gigabit of leased line internet uh, that's expensive. It's 500 pounds a week uh, to provide wow. our internet to our site, but that's invaluable. And if that, we, we, there, was no, there was not an option tick box to say we can survive without it. We cannot, we could not, we would not. And we, we, since then we, we put this in, it's opened up so many opportunities for us to become more efficient, to manage our own uh, destiny, I think one of the turning points and one of the, the things that I remember saying to the rest of the board was there's nobody that knows our product like we know our product. Mm -hmm. There's nobody that lives the moments that we live and we need to communicate them. We could have some swans swimming across the marina with some freshly born or some newborn cygnets uh, swimming behind them. We could be videoing that. We could load it on in the moment to tell people today we welcome a new family of swans. Um, this is what we're seeing today. This is Chef. Chef's now got the, the freshest of langoustines that he's, that he's brought in from the ferry boat. Here's Chef getting them off the boat. Here's Chef cooking them up and grilling them. And here they are being served in the restaurant. You know, it's that storytelling that we had to take ownership of. There was nobody, not an agency in Edinburgh was not going to tell our story properly. We need to tell our story. And the only way we could do that was having internet.
But as you say, I mean, it's that instantness, that be able to react and respond. And it's one thing you were telling me earlier about the uh, about the benefits that Crichton has been able to offer you. The fact that you can change your menus instantly if the fish that you're expecting that morning hasn't been, hasn't come in um, or something has sold out, that you're able to make those changes and you're not disappointing people. And how has that been for your staff? to actually migrate to these more digital platforms and uh, have to be more reactive in this way? Well, Ryan, I'm obviously a dinosaur because I'm over the age of 40. So um, uh, not much, but but slightly. Um, but, uh, you know, our teams are, are young people. Uh, the people that, that deliver our promises and services, they've really engaged with the app because it is, it's super easy. Uh, guests have engaged with it. We still have to, you know, we have to be kind to people um, mm -hmm. particularly during this time. So if somebody doesn't want to download the app, they're not technical, technologically um, feel comfortable with that, then we do have other ways of bridging those gaps. But you will find more and more, and we find more and more, that we've had ex very, very little pushback. And the app, because of the ease of use, there's very little resistance to it. Um, so from that point of view, that means that the team then engage with the 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 product and the technology because it's easy to use that means they encourage others to use it and when they're encouraging our guests to use it because of the simplicity and the ease and the trust this is all an issue around trust do my team trust me to give them a tool that works and then are my promises upheld because we, we changed the menu because we didn't have langoustines we had scallops and we changed it and before they would have been searching for a big pad of a4 uh, a new a new Cayenne cartridge, um, you know, a, a, a very expensive, but we'd run out of that particular cartridge for that particular printer. Um, and then the wheels of the bus would just start falling off. Now there's a couple of, we just change the text, press publish, wait for, you know, a, a few minutes and the publish is there and the text is amended and everyone's app is amended at the same time. What's not to like? I mean, it sounds like a digital magical kingdom. And then talking about magical kingdoms, um, you've been inspired by one, um, by a wristband that you can show us now from Disney, right? Uh, can, yeah. can you tell us about this wristband? Right. So there, there it is, Ryan, Exhibit A. Um, so this is our RFID individual membership wristband. So um, our, our members, so we have some spa members, some Berthoder members, and obviously team members, crew members, as we call them. We're, we are beside the sea, so being a crew is probably the appropriate, mm -hmm. appropriate terminology. Um, we reckon our, our owners came to me. I've been in this project for about 11 years, privileged to, 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 to do that. Um, they came back and they're, they'd not long been in Disney and they'd, they'd been to the shop in Disney and they bought something in the shop and the, 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 um, the character, the animation team that served them on that day um, said, no, no, they don't need to take Donald Duck away with them. You know, it'll be it'll be wrapped up and it'll be put, would you like a gift wrap? They'll be in their room by the time they've finished uh, their day, go and enjoy the park, come back, we'll, we'll deal with all that for you. And of course, rightly enough, they had their day and they went back to their their accommodation and there, there was Daffy Duck all wrapped up, ready to go. Um, and they brought that back and said, that's what we want. We, we want that ease as a user and a guest experience. We want that for our guests. That is, that is, and I said to them, Disney will spend billions making that happen. That just doesn't happen just by magic. 
Uh, the magic costs money, unfortunately, in Disney. <laughs> Quite a lot of it. Uh, so we, we my, my job was to try and get to that point. How do we use technology to enable that? So, and part of it is a driver about convenience and part of it is a driver about um, business and commerce. We, we, we're a rural site. We don't have a cash point. Um, people want to pay by card all the time. We, we, we face bank charges every time there's a transaction for a bottle of Coke or a Snickers bar. Um, people were paying by card and we were paying extortionate bank charges. So we were doing minimum spends. We were saying to people, no, no, you can't do that. Um, you need to spend more money than that so we can cover the banking charge. Da, da, da. So we, we developed the RFID technology to work across multiple platforms from multiple providers, which was a challenge. But we recognized it was really important to be able to do that. So now we can uh, incentivize team members and crew members and members and guests, not so much guests, but certainly members that are here a lot can then uh, credit their account and they can make goods and purchases across site using the technology that, that applies the discount via the technology. So it's not me deciding, hi, Ryan, I like you. There's 10% off the bottle of Coke because you're a good guy and I like you. The team, the crew can't do that. If you pay with a band, it's automated. So it's, it's set up by the accounts team. They have no personal relationships with this person that might be buying goods and services. And therefore, the only discount you should get is the one that's pre-approved by the business and not someone pressing a discount button willy-nilly to their friends. Not that our crew would do that, of course. <laughs> but I mean, one of the other benefits you were telling me is that you can actually restrict spending limits. So kids can get five pounds a day or, or however much you want to go to the tuck shop and to do the yep. activities that they want to do. Or uh, you can set your spending limits so you don't overspend. And, you know, this, I guess, goes again, not just at solving that problem of you overpaying for these bank charges, but it allows that guest to have complete control over their experience whilst they're with you and, and not feel like their, their money's been fluttered the way it can easily be the case when you stay in a resort hmm. i think it's about enabling it's about enabling what do people want to do when they're here and and looking at at, at how we look at that holistic uh, guest experience and what what would you want to happen how would you like that to be and if we always put ourselves in the guest shoes and then and then technology is the bridge the, the, that's the bridge to enable um, and then and then obviously we decide which which partners we use how they need to interface do they need to interface can they stand alone and it, but it's always from a position of what would you ideally like to do and of course people really want things to be as easy as possible life has never been more difficult it would seem now uh, in, in the times in which we live we are bombarded by noise technology um everything seems and people have no time so what people really value is having time where they can switch off but you've got technology supporting them to make their choices easier um and, and we need we need to try and, and are embracing that as, 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 as much as we possibly can I mean, you've embraced it so much that um, you've actually moved um, to the cloud with some of your services, um, especially with Opera Cloud. That's been one of your big changes that you've made. Um, that's giving you a bit more agility and flexibility. But as you say, one of the biggest challenges that you have is with these interfaces. 
yeah. what, what, what are the connectivities and um, the, the barriers that there are within the industry um, for us to deliver that open user experience? And, you know, how, how are you dealing with that and um, how are you trying to navigate some of those uh, barriers that you have in place? I think uh, I, I, I reference a, a movie. I don't know if you know the movie or seen the movie. It's called iRobot. Okay. The first, the first, I don't know, 45 minutes of the film, Will Smith is speaking to a hologram and, and the hologram's not giving him the answer he wants. And I often feel like Will Smith. But then Will Smith asks the right question. And when he asks the right question, the hologram gives him the answer that he needs. So as a business, we are constantly trying to find the right question and then find the right person to ask the right question to. Um, and I think that's really important. And the more, the more as a business we we do that, uh, the better we become at ans asking the right question to the right people. So when we have changed and we have we've used technology, embraced technology, we've moved to Opera Cloud, we've moved to a different version of uh, Concept, which is our retail and spa management system, um, and we're about to move to a different product for Micros. We it was really important. And we use another product called Salto, which is a door management system. But they're not part of the same organization. These are different organizations with different interfaces. And it usually boils down to a serial number. So some serial numbers operate at 10 digits and others are 11. And if, the, if it's at 10 and not 11, they won't interface with each other. So we need to make sure as we have moved through this journey and the consultative process about working with different platforms and different providers, We've been extremely careful, and it goes back to these wristbands because none of them globally look at the technology, but it's really important that this works across all the platforms. So as we have integrated, we have set it in stone that whatever we do, they will have the, the onus of responsibility will be on those providers to make that work as it has done previously. And we're, we're just going through this process, and actually only yesterday, Ryan, did these start working again in the restaurant outlets because they hadn't worked? So again, we, we were able to ask the right questions in advance through some painful experiences previously to make sure we put ourselves on the front foot and that we had it all in writing that if there was a development need to their interface, then they would have to do that. And there was no, the, the, the large companies have a very, very bad habit of billing you for time to answer your call. Uh, let alone do any work for you. And for global companies to actually get the benefit, the guest, they're, they're not putting their guest at the heart of their decision-making, which ultimately will, will decide whether they succeed or fail in the longer term. Many have done extremely well, they've grown their businesses, and they, they create firewalls to stop innovation. Those companies, I think, are on a, uh, on a downward spiral because there's others that will replace them that will make that journey much easier. They recognize the API barriers to technology are coming to an end. This is not the society we want to live in. It's not the commerce we want to do. Not because we don't want to do that, because our customer refuses to do that. They want ease of service, ease of use. So the interfaces that link up these systems are critical. And I think anyone that's working in that space to disrupt that is a very bright future. And I wish I'd done that. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, don't we? Don't we all? And then certainly uh, for our listeners out there listening to Hotelier's Voice, um, check out our series Hotel Tech Clinic, where we go into detail regarding interfaces and open APIs and what that future is for a lot of the systems out there, particularly um, as we were talking about, you know, particularly when you look at the role of mobiles and the ease of being able to download all sorts of applications. And, and you know, the, all, all of that is fully interconnected. So you would expect that in the business world as well, wouldn't we? hopefully not too far um, from, from the future. Um, but that, that's been really insightful today, Ian. Thank you very much for taking us through in a very small snapshot because there is so much more detail that lies behind the work that you guys are doing at Porta Vadi to improve the digital infrastructure that you guys have, have got there. Um, so what can we look out for? What, what's next on your roadmap um, that you've got from a technology perspective? I think ne next for us is it's probably working a little bit more with Crichton uh, to see where we go with that technology, to see where we can embed that into the interface. Because I think the next step for us will be guests will want to use the app to access get the goods and services and probably make transactions over that. So that, that for us is a great way of providing information uh, very well. But I think we need to, the next piece for me will be, let's look at how we integrate that from browsing the app to booking a spa treatment to ordering to ordering mm. a pizza from the restaurant and how we can maybe make that work. But I'm not going to hold my breath because there's, there's some big barriers to make that that happen, Brian. So on that note, thank you very much, Ian. That's been very insightful. And, um, you know, as you move forward with you and your team um, throughout the rest of 2020 into 2021, um, hoping these systems and platforms really deliver for you guys. Thanks for taking the time to speak to us at Travel Market Life, our hotelier's voice today. Before you go, Ryan, the sun's just come out. I just want to show you. Anybody who's uh, checking out our video version um, will see how beautiful Porta Hyde is, um, for Porta Fadi is uh, from the marina. It's stunning, absolutely beautiful there. And uh, what a way to uh, look at ending the summer there. See, there's a boat moving, Ryan, so it's real. There you go. <laughs> no it's, zoom it's not, background. <laughs> there's actually a boat going past. I appreciate you just showing us. Thank you very much indeed. Well, that was Ian Jurgensen, um, the Managing Director for Porta Vadi, uh, giving us an insight into the technologies and systems that they're using. Uh, check out the other episodes that we have coming from the other stories from the hoteliers that we have. And uh, we look forward to um, showing you uh, more interviews that we've got coming up, especially with Hotel Tech Clinic as well. Head to travelmarket.life for more. I'm your host, Ryan Haynes. Ciao for now. For more, go to Travel Market Life. The music sensation by Zach Nelson is reproduced under license from Storyblocks. Travel Market Life is a Haynes Marcoms digital marketing agency production serving the travel and technology industries.